0: Everybody, welcome hey, to episode 11. Yeah, I cannot believe we're at episode 11. I feel like we just started,
1: dude. It feels like that, and I just realized that we're only like what four months away or even less from the spring. You know, it's summer. I feel like 20, 21's already like over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I keep reading best of 2020 lists, and then I'm like, oh, wait, it's not 2020 anymore.
1: No. Weird. I feel like I'm still stuck in 2020.
0: Anyway, yeah. super excited for our episode today. We have an amazing guest, um, yeah. definitely one of my favorite guests we've had so far, and she is a repeat. She is a style blogger. It is our oh. good friend, Erin Segreto, hey. the blogger for cathedrals and cafes and we're going to be talking about work from home style which i need because i live in a hoodie and (laughs) but most of the time
1: not (laughs) i live in like yoga pants so erin please save me (laughs) we need it (laughs) all right guys well we're going to go ahead and roll that intro and make sure to stay tuned because this is an episode you won't want to miss yes Oh my goodness. <laughs> so much <laughs> since we last saw you. I, I know, know. That, that you were on the show. You had just a little bit before we started, you said it was back in October. It went by so fast. And then I remember after that show, we were like, we need to have you on again. Um, January would be a perfect time. Kind yeah. of yeah. like a spiritual detox, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I already in January, like
2: what? I- Yeah, I remember when we scheduled this, I was like flipping like multiple pages in my planner. I still do like the old school paper planner. And um, I was like flipping like half the book. It seemed like, yes, exactly. That's me. Um, And I'm like, golly, January is like months away. And then here we are. I I still feel like 2020 is like still the year that we're in. I'm still writing 2020 on everything. And I'm like, hello. Like we're trapped. I know. It's like it's a vortex we can't get out of. And I'm like, get me out of this nightmare. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been, um, it was a good holiday season. Um, you know, it, it went by quickly. We, um, did a little bit of, I I say travel, but it's like road trips. We didn't like, you know, really go all that far. Um, but we were able to do a little bit and, and knock on wood. We're still, Doing okay. <laughs> Doing everything. So yeah, but I'm really happy to be back. Um, I had a lot of fun the last time that I was on the show and I was really looking forward to today and and I think we're gonna have some fun and, and maybe uh laugh a little bit. So
1: yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Um we definitely need a little lightheartedness considering the transition that our country just went through. This morning?
2: No, (laughs) I had it on like all all day. I think I ended up watching all of it. I didn't intend to. I really just was like, I'll just tune in for like Mm -hmm. in and everything. And then I was like sucked into Lady Gaga comes out, and I'm like, oh my god, she looks incredible. I know. I'm not
0: like I love Gaga forever. I will love Gaga. I have two Gaga tattoos. I am Team Gaga for life. Yeah. Oh my
2: god.
0: But like. I'm not like a big, and I've always loved her clothes. Like I've always been here for her weird, crazy clothes. But today I was looking more at like all the coats and I even was telling Karina like Dr. Jill's coat today, was beautiful, had Potter vibes. It was gorgeous. And so, of course, I was like, I need to know where this coat came from. I need it. I want it. It was custom made for her. Oh my With God. Swarovski crystals in it. Like, that was on it. I
2: didn't even yes. have far today to research it, but it was sparkling. And I thought she looked, I was like, that coat is like, it's like if you could actually be a real life like Frozen character and like walk around the streets like actually like a real life Elsa, not like a you know characterized Elsa. Yeah, it really gorgeous. I love that that velvet um, lapel mm-hmm. or velveteen maybe lapel that was on it.
0: Yeah. And Real I've been color. all into like wool coats because I love Gilmore Girls and I am like in a lifetime quest to find oh, Lorelai Gilmore's pink wool coat that has like the yes. rose on the lapel. Yes. You can't find it. Like there are people who make like different versions of it, but you can't find the coat. And right. so I saw Dr. Jill's and I was like, you know what? If I find that coat, I would be okay with it. But Yes, but it's custom made.
1: I would just like to add that the, the people that design Kamala Harris's coat were from the valley. Yes! yes, as a matter of fact, I believe even one of the girls graduated from the district that I work at. So That's that awesome. in itself is an inspiration that girls going out, getting it done, you know, doing something so significant and Absolutely. setting an example for, for, you know, girls down here who feel like maybe, you know, they have the talents. but they don't feel like they can make it. And it's like, you oh can't. my God, do you see what's going on? Do you see what happened oh, today? The significance yeah. of women. And I know that there's people out there who weren't too keen with the whole idea of Inauguration Day or you know, uh, Biden or Harris, but I'm just here to say I was more so an advocate of what it meant to Same. be a woman in America We're, you know, shattering those glass ceilings and paving the way for girls, young girls, who have not seen themselves in politics, in policies, in this country. And that is what I was there for. I was there to show up to defend my girls, you know. Absolutely. And, and, and to tell them, yes, I'm here for it.
0: I'm here for it. My only disappointment today was that Kamala didn't wear her Chucks. I like, know. Like, I relate to her because of the Chucks. And she wasn't wearing know. them today, like girlfriend. I get that you're being sworn in for a super important <laughs> position, but yeah. we love you for
2: that. And I know, you know I, I love it when she wears the top tailors. And yeah. the other thing too that I really took away from it was, and and I've and I've seen her in um, interviews with her husband too. And um, you know, not only is she our first female vice president, but she, you know, we all we've never had like a male um, you know, second gentleman that, that they're referring to him as. And I yes. think what's really cool, um, you know, I think that for for little girls to be watching that today and see that, hey, I can I can rise to be the vice president of the United States. I could then become the president of the United States. Really, there's no limit. I think that what I really like about what I've seen with their relationship, her uh, Kamala and and um, her husband's uh, relationship, is that I think it shows too um, a good example, maybe for little boys too, that like how to be supportive. You know, to be supportive like it doesn't emasculate you in any way for your partner to to be very successful and be in a position of power like that's a good example mm-hmm. for all boys girls anyone you know yeah. it, however you identify it shows that you can have a partner who supports you and it's not a competition and it's not um exactly it doesn't have to be a who's the breadwinner and who's not the breadwinner and who's more successful and who's not. I, I've really enjoyed seeing them together as a couple and being like, wow, like that not only shows, she's not only showing little girls that they can do anything, but you can, you can also, you know, if you want to have a partner to do it with, you can do that too. You can kind of have it all and that's okay. You know? So I really just have enjoyed seeing them together. Obviously, Dr. Biden and President Biden—I think they have a relationship like that too. Clearly, you know, just seeing their body language today and, and in the past and everything. So, oh, just seeing these like healthy relationships of people that are successful, where they're both successful, is um, is important um, for young people to see. That I, I just you know, like to add, Doctor. Yes, Doctor. <laughs> yes.
0: I was even talking to my husband the other day because we were watching an interview and they said, uh, Dr. Jill and Mr. Biden. And I was like, babe, in a few years, we are going to be Dr. and Mr. Russell. <laughs> are you going to be okay with that? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I be? Awesome. It's like, you know, he's always been so supportive and he's always been down for like any of my crazy ideas, but- I, was, I had never thought about that that I'm, I was going to be like Doctor and Mister Russell. He was like, actually, don't call me that because that's my dad. And I <laughs> said, like, Doctor and his wife and his husband. And I was like, that's that's weird, but right. yeah, like yeah. I love that. I love having women in power positions. Like we need more of that.
2: Absolutely, and and I love the example that that sets. And and you know, I no matter what a girl chooses to do with her life, just knowing that. possibilities are always there Mm -hmm. is important and i think that that um it can inspire young girls and and young women in in, uh, whatever they choose to do with their life you know however they they want to however successful they become or or whatever they're they're giving themselves to um you know it's inspiring and um i was very i was inspired today and and i really and I have to say, back to the coats, I I, you, I was laughing, when you said <laughs> that, that was like the first thing I kind of noticed was like, dang, everybody's got a nice coat on. And I'm I, over here living in a lot coat was like burgundy and like mm-hmm. I, it was like this power coat. And I'm like, what well, I have to have that coat. That was a great coat. Uh, Kamala Harris's coat, Dr. Biden's coat. I mean, I felt like it was just this parade of like, these, <laughs> statue west gorgeous beautiful intelligent powerful ladies and they just they just nailed it on and 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 i think that you know kind of goes like what we're saying today too about personal style is that has the ability to elevate your confidence and make you feel um you know like i have i have a place at this stage i belong here and you know you're dressed for it and and so i I kind of took that away too i was like wow they're whoever dress them, whoever's styling them or helping them, maybe they do it themselves. I know a lot of them do. Um, they're nailing it. It's just mm-hmm. the, the confidence that they exude, um, when they come down those stairs or when they came down today, I was just like, wow, that's just awesome.
0: <laughs> I do also need to shout out Bernie. Like, I don't like to talk about politics or like my opinions of it, but I do love the pic- the pictures of <laughs> Bernie, like, it's called wanna be here like yes, Bernie. Awesome. Like, can this be an email? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I they, they were so funny the 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 little I guess memes or whatever that were coming out of our social media and they had pictures of him and it was like, you know, I love how he he was there, but it was clear that it was like it wasn't like the only thing he was doing today. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he still like, had to work out to today. <laughs> Yeah, was, yeah. dying. It was even, so. Funny.
1: Even the way Biden went through his, uh you know, the whole speech you got to give to swear and no, um, kind of went through it like, all right,
2: check, let's <laughs> work. <You know?
1: laughs> all right, got that over with. now
2: his agenda and he just like crossed it out. Yes. Like, all right. Yeah, I was here. Yeah, yes. was right here. About, Move on. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it was really fun. I had it on all day, and you um, know, well, I was glad that I could, I was able to see it. You know, because I've at other at other times, I've usually been at work, and I haven't been able to see a lot of what was going on. So it was it was cool to to really get to see a lot of it. You yeah. know, with with
0: that, what I thought was really cool, I didn't know that I could watch the news on my Fire Stick. So I just rearranged my whole home office and my husband put a tv up so it's like directly in my line of sight and karina got me a fire stick for christmas and i didn't even know like you could watch the news on it and i was just playing with it and that's how i got to watch it while i was working today and like same like i'm used to being like in a library and like i put it on so the kids can watch it but i never get to actually watch and engage right Right. it was so cool like i get to to work and i'm doing things but i'm also getting to Witness something important, which I thought was so cool.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I want to say that maybe, I mean, I don't know the statistics, but it would be interesting to find out if more people were actually viewing since a lot of us are working from home and it gave them the flexibility to actually watch it. Mm -hmm. that's what I'm interested in, because I really do feel like voting, Inauguration Day, important events like that should be national holidays. Oh, I agree. Um, I I feel like that's always, always been a thought of mine, like, this should definitely place some importance. Like, I know other countries do it. Why shouldn't we? Otherwise, people in unfair advantage, you know, they're working and they don't have that opportunity to, to have their voice represented. So I don't know, I mean, I know that that's something I would love to look at, but I think just working from home, that in itself at least gave me some flexibility to like watch it, you know, and load it up. The first thing I saw when I logged in to, uh, you know, Google or whatever, you know, this is what's trending. I'm like, oh my God, yes, I need to, I can watch it on my computer. Like I have dual monitors that can happen now, you know. Totally. Getting links ready for the students, like if you all want to watch this, thing it on the streams, you know. And I had kids actually reaching out, like, "Oh, no, I forgot about this." I'm like, "What? No, we are not today. <laughs> we are making history. Like, today is not a day we forget."
2: <laughs> uh,
0: I remember when the last inauguration day, which you know, the one we don't speak about, but I was I was a high school librarian. And I remember it was when I was still working in the Valley and I put it on the screens for the kids to watch. And it was so cool to see the students engage in like discussion and of course arguments, but (coughs) excuse me. It was just so cool to see them like having these conversations about something that I feel like had I not turned that on so for them to watch it, they probably wouldn't have had that conversation. And I think for some of them, it was like, Oh, this is an important thing and it's on and we should watch it. And it was just, it's so interesting. I did. I want the stats of how many people watched it today.
2: Yeah. And that's really cool to, to see your, your students too. Um, like kind of having that, Oh yeah. Kind of moment yeah <laughs> the light bulb goes off, like all that stuff that we learn about in government class. And, and there's no, immediate application for it at the time that the learning is going on and so on a day like today they can actually see that this oh this is real like this mm-hmm. this is actually happening um, and they have hopefully remembered some of the context from class about why we do this and how democracy works and and all of that um, it's kind of cool especially as the students are older high school kids you can see it especially um, they they finally have kind of made that connection and and it becomes more real to them and I think kids today it's or just in, and probably in your experience too. But in my experience, when I was teaching secondary um, kids, I, I felt like they were already way ahead of what I was at their age and my generation. They were way more involved in things. They were, oh yeah. I think you know, social media plays a big part in that. They have an ability to connect with each other better, mm-hmm. um, find out about um, you know philanthropy events that are going on and giving back. And these kids are way more. Attuned to that stuff these days, and I think that maybe we were at the time, but it was harder to to connect with stuff like that back then. You know, um, you know, they're so much more aware, and and for them to make those connections, I it's really cool to see. I'm I'm hopeful for for the future for these kids that are um, so uh, into this kind of you know the, the giving back and and this this, this you know let's not think about ourselves all the time, but let's think about sort of the greater good and how we can help others. And I feel like these kids are really into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are. Great. I love to see that. It gives me some, gives me some, some hope makes me feel good.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, and then my, or my past assistant, when
0: I was a middle school librarian, her daughter, but well, my assistant and I are still really close and I get to hear about her daughter all the time. And her daughter is so just Into everything. And like she's a part of a youth group that is about activism. And like she has her own New York Times subscription and she follows all the news and she's constantly advocating on social media and telling people, like, I don't care, you know, who you vote for. I don't even care what you think about. I want you to go and research and form your own opinion. Yes, yes, exactly what Jess said. They have access to so much more. I'm so proud of them. I, I even learned from one of my students when I was in middle school was that they used Snapchat news and they would watch, you know, snippets of the news. Yeah. So they were getting their news and their information. And I'm just here like, what? That is amazing. Like I'm so proud of you for watching the news. Okay. But yeah. They're so into activism and
2: wanting to fix things and
0: yeah. you know, it makes my heart happy.
2: Yeah. And they, and they still feel like that they can change things. You know, they're not at that point in their life where I think we get to become adults. And, and a lot of that that um, that spirit of, uh, yeah, we can do it kind of goes away. You become a little more cynical. You become a little more like, I don't know. What can I possibly do? I think at their age, they're they're still in that that mode of, you know, hey, if we all just banded together, we can do this. You know, yeah. and and they really believe it. And that's great. Um, so hopefully, you know, that will, that will carry on, um, uh, with them, you know, at least hopefully into their early adultness, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't get too dated by life.
1: <laughs> I, I just want to, cause you know, I know that we're talking about the inauguration and, you know, it, it's hard to not want to discuss this because we're at home you yeah. know? and we're not in, we're not <laughs> with our colleagues and yeah. you know we always have that discussion with the kids. It, it's obviously a historical and social Yes. But to touch on what uh because I know everyone here is like, oh, tech the style, but to kind of t- to kind of connect them, you know, uh Stephanie was saying that her students are getting their news from Snapchat. And I feel that in a way is teching in style because For sure. they're using their accessory mm-hmm. to gain access. To news, to information that couldn't have been possible before, all through the use of an application that was used for, you know, social connections, and now has turned into something completely different. You know, an entire platform with all these different components, all in your pocket. And you know, Erin, when you say like, "Man, I wish these opportunities or these types of moments could have been possible when we were kids," I think back to. My junior high days—literally, when I'm sitting in a classroom with rows, watching a big TV, you know, with those big laser discs—and thinking, yeah. like, the amount of time that it took for my teacher to probably go to the library, find the DVD, yep, go check it out, you know, find, make sure that there mm-hmm. was a TV available, so I'm sure everybody wanted one, reserve it, plan accordingly. <laughs> Around the due dates, because yep. <laughs> they're librarian, right? You better have it back in, and then bringing it into the class. So, like, how much time was lost during that yeah. transfer? And now the kids get it in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Know, so, really, no excuse for being ignorant or for uh, choosing to be unaware of something because they're—it's there. It's, it's just there. a matter. of time looking and seeking and that's what I tell the kids like do not be afraid. If you're wondering, go look. What's stopping you? Right. You know? I mean,
0: if we can Google really quickly something like how to make slime at home, which you know the kids are into, or even like I'm constantly Googling things about Animal Crossing. Then why can't <laughs> you go, <laughs> then why can't you Google something that you're actually you know curious about? Right. So, and I, I tell this I used to tell the students that all the time like no one's going to go look in your search history right now. Like if you are curious about something, if you yeah. want to learn something, take your phone or take your computer, turn it around. I mean, don't be like, don't be suspicious, Don't. Do but, it. you know, learn what you want to learn because no one is going to give you what you want unless you do it yourself.
2: That's very true. Um, yeah, there, no. Yeah, you have to you have to go after it on your own. Um, and and even if you know you've you've got a kid who's um, just interested in like a side topic of what. So like you know we were talking about the coats you know mm-hmm. from inauguration today. Um, is that really the big idea from a presidential yeah. inauguration? <laughs> no, but it was not interesting. Yeah. So like if if you, I've got a kid who could care less about politics and government and, and isn't really aware of what's going on or maybe chooses not to be, but they're really into fashion. You know, you might be like, hey, you should have seen this killer coat that, I mean, it was, I mean, with the crystals and the, I mean, you gotta look it up. You gotta go see it. And then just make them, you know, go, oh, really? She was wearing a coat cool coat? Yeah, you should go check it out. Then when they go check that out, in the five minutes that they're analyzing this coat, probably gonna come across a little bit of information that, you know, they probably weren't there to to find necessarily but it makes its way in right i mean yeah. they it 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 may touch on something that they you know might actually develop an interest in it's kind of like whenever you um you know i i would uh you know interfile like genre on the shelf in the library because this kid who always checks out the same genre all the time mm-hmm. and that's great like i'm glad that you love sci-fi so glad you love it but you know, there's other stuff too, maybe give that a shot. So if that's sitting right next to a cool historical fiction, maybe you might come across it and be like, oh, what's this? You know, Because you just happen to be in the vicinity of, of it because of something else you're interested in. So. Yeah,
0: you're completely right. Because when I looked up, like I said, when I Googled this morning for The Coat, uh, I found there was information in it and it was a Vogue article Uh, And I don't even read Vogue, but now I have a digital subscription because in the article it talked about how she was wearing blue because it's a cool color. It means serenity and calm and strength. And then it said, by the way, blue is the democratic color. And I was like, you know, I didn't even think about that. And the way that it was just thrown in there, like, here's some information. Right. Way to go, Vogue. Right. I would have never thought about that. And I you know, now that you mentioned it, I, I really hope there are kids out there looking at the coats yeah. and thinking about those things because that's what I'm
2: saying. saying. It's I'm connected connected. And they might make those connections then. And and that's I think that's it's what they gotta do. You know, you have to when we're consuming information like that. It's like you know, there's stuff that I'm really interested in. There's stuff that I'm like, OK, I've got to know about this. But, you know, when you make those those connections, especially for kids, it's like, you know, wow. Like so, so everything really does mean something, you know, <laughs> that, again, that sort of click happens um, with them. But, yeah, I love well, that.
1: My, my husband was telling me and I had no idea um, that JFK was the last president to wear a top hat to the inauguration. And that thought hadn't even crossed my mind. I had never heard of that. You know, tidbits of information in history class. Like, yeah, they teach you uh, about the different branches of government. But it's like, what about a whole series of, you know, presidential style? And I think they're
0: awesome. I
1: don't know if it was CNN or somebody, they were doing um, fashion of first ladies, I believe. And, you know, the historical significance, I guess, of, you know, what they chose times um, yeah. and how it shaped modern fashion mm-hmm. as, as we see it. And it's it's just amazing because you have these positions, you know, you have these people in positions of power, and then you don't realize that 100 years later has completely defined how and what we wear, like RBG, you know, when she mm-hmm. started seeing you know those collars, the collars. Yes, I mean, and, and now you can find a very nice blouse styled That's after it. her, and all yes. the contribution to you know politics, and it's just like ah, oh, it just makes me feel so good inside. Like yes, these are I yes, love
2: it. Oh, I just I love her so much. Um, But you know, I I think that the other thing too about you know talking about like fashion and first ladies and there's you know i you always hear the other side of this this coin where some people get um i don't know if they get offended by it or they think you know well why are we focusing on her fashion we should you know she's more than that and well and my reaction is always like well of course she is and but I don't think that it has to be either or that we have to just say, well, this woman's either really smart or she also has great style, but she can't be both. Why not? I mean, she can be both. And it's okay to say, wow, she's got incredible style. She exudes this confidence. She chose this color because, like you're saying, Stephanie, blue is it's calming, it's serenity, it's it's also symbolic of their political party. There's meaning behind the style there's meaning behind the clothes and it's not just this um oh who who makes your coat oh that's great and move on you know i think it goes deeper than that i don't think we give um a lot of times women enough credit when we're talking about what they're wearing i don't think it's it's always this oh it's just about what she wears and not what's going on up here i think i think it's all tied together And I don't think it has to be an either or. I think it's okay to ask her about her ideas and promote her as this woman in power. And also at the same time say, wow, that's an amazing coat you're wearing. Who is it by? Um, It looks great on you. And now everyone in America wants one um, or the world or whatever. And that's fine. I I think that those things can live in harmony together. You can be a very strong, intelligent, well put put together, well-spoken, confident woman in a position of power, very successful, and also um, you know exude this incredible style. And and I, I don't have, have a doctorate. A dual, do what? And have a doctorate. And, and have a doctorate. And exactly. Be well educated. Just everything. You can be the complete package, and it's not saying like yes. Someone says hello, Elwood. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's so hard. It? <laughs> 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 I think as women, we can we we have this unique. Um, this unique magic about us, where we can we can be all of those things, you know. We can be um, confident. We can have amazing style. We can rule a courtroom, a boardroom, um, all at the same time, you know. And that you're just this tour de force. And I think that women just have that innate thing about them. So I love talking about the fashion. Um, I tuned in today to watch a little bit of that specifically. I wanted to know what the first lady was going to be wearing. I always, I've always been into first lady fashion. Jacqueline Kennedy, I was like obsessed with her when I was a little girl. I wanted to just look like her. Um, Princess Diana. I mean, any, any woman who's ever been like just this famous, you know, um, royalty or in politics or whatever i am i'm just i want to know what they're thinking when they're dressing themselves because they always look like no one's gonna run over her you know she mm-hmm. like she is going to kill it and that's how i want to feel you know um so i just wanted to say that because i think i think we can have it both ways
1: yeah know. Like, Everything that you're saying takes me back to our last episode with Dr. Corey. She was our guest. She's a biomedical engineer at the University of Michigan. And And she's gorgeous. If you look at her Instagram and her socials, oh my goodness. Like she takes these beautiful, beautiful portraits, you know, and she just, like you said, exudes this energy. Like she commands the room, you know, when she's speaking. And I, love that because she received her uh, doctoral degree during a pandemic. She's per, she, she pursued one of the hardest, you know, subjects that you possibly could master. And and she does it in style, you know? And, you know, she recommended uh, what the uh, Rihanna... Um, the Rihanna Fenty makeup.
0: And you know what we did? We I went, actually, I went and bought it for both of us. Right. Yes. Out.
1: Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I had a webinar, I want to say, like, I don't know, last week or something. And I wore it. And man, did I have the confidence. Like, right. I went in thinking, oh, like, I'm going to crush this. Like, yeah, yep. I am feeling it today. I'm feeling myself like. And I've I-
0: always told you my secret is a dark lip and my lashes. Like I can be in a hoodie and sweatpants, but if I've got my lashes and my lipstick on, I'm ready to go. Oh yes,
2: yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, and we're gonna—I'll touch on a couple of those things too uh, when we start talking about like true like work from home style. Uh, Because yeah, you've just hit on something, Stephanie, that I think is really important.
0: Well, let's get into it. I need to yes.
2: <laughs> well, um, so you know, we were talking about work from home and and you know, your style when you're working from home. And, you know, you're talking about Stephanie, you're like, yeah, I'm just like in my hoodie, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, and that's totally cool. Um, I have like these four, they're not rules, it's like um ideas, if you want to say, um, about work from home style. And they're and I'll talk about each, I'll go into like detail on each of them, but it's basically like get dressed every day, number one. Um, you're at work, even though you're at home. Uh, Get dressed every day. Number two, have some key pieces in your wardrobe that mix and match throughout the week. Number three, add some personal touches. Stephanie, you were just saying, as long as I got my dark lip on and my lashes, care what I'm wearing, I'm ready to go. That's a personal touch and that's important. Um, And then number four is really more about creating a consistent workspace, which is a little bit different from, you know, your personal style, but it kind of ties in a little bit and I'll kind of get to that in a second. But those are like my four things for being successful in a work from home environment, maintaining your confidence that you would have otherwise had at an office or a school, you know, wherever you would typically be working with other adults all the time, um, maintaining that same feeling at home, because it's so hard now with this work from home environment, there's no delineation between the workday and your home life. Right. Because there's no shutting down the computer, getting in your car and driving home. Mm-mm. You're you're already there. And so it, it's it's easy to blur those lines a little bit. Um, so every day, get dressed. Uh, sounds easy, right? Well, I get dressed every day, but I mean, like, really get dressed. I think in the beginning of covid quarantine, beginning of work from home situation, it was like we discovered Zoom and everybody was like, Awesome! I no longer have to wear pants, mm. and okay, you know. And so I, you know, you kind of develop this kind of what I always would call like mullet wear because it's like, yes. like mullet on your head, right? Like business on top, party on the bottom. That yeah. <laughs> working from home, it's like business on top, party on the bottom, and well, that's fine. Like if that works for you great you know if you prefer to just have your sweatpants and your slippers on but then put on a, a shirt and a blazer and that works fine it's literally not throwing shade at all on that it doesn't work for me personally the reason why is if i'm not fully dressed head to toe like i actually put some effort into my outfit i picked it out i got up took a shower did my hair put my makeup on got dressed from head to toe if i'm not doing that at least for me, I just don't feel in it. I don't feel that drive that I normally have during the workday where I'm like, got my coffee, let's go. I've got this meeting, I've got this to do. Instead, if, if I don't do that, if I'm just kind of rolling out of bed and keeping my pajamas on for at least half a day, it, the, the pace of the workday just drags down. Um, so I think it's important to get dressed every day Try to avoid the mullet wear unless, like, you absolutely have to. Um, but I feel more confident. We're talking about, you know, our the the first lady and, and the women that we saw today in the inauguration, being fully put together. And I even like, you know, Vice President Harris. Like, I was like, where are her Chuck Taylors? But you know, she had heels on. It was yeah. like a full. It was like a full look. You know, she was like doing it. And I think that probably gave her the confidence she needed to descend those steps today to take an oath in front of the world um, and to, to assume this office of, of power. So I think getting completely dressed is really important, um, even in a work from home situation. That being said, what you get dressed into um, can be a little bit different. Um, you are not going to an office of today where you've got to be like so buttoned up, right? It's OK to be comfortable and accept um, being comfortable in your work-from-home life. I think loungewear is super key here. And it's definitely having a moment because, um, and I'm not just talking about pajamas, OK, like pajama pants and a, you know a t-shirt. I'm talking about like legit loungewear. Um, it's everywhere now. Every retailer is carrying it. And it can look really polished, actually. And yet, you're still really comfortable. It's like, I feel like I'm in my sweats. But instead, I have on this matching set: this top and this bottom. It's this cool monochrome look, very neutral tone. It's calming, but it's professional and put together looking. Yet I feel super cozy.
0: And You know, uh, you're totally right because when I get dressed, like when I say I get dressed for work, like I have to put on jeans because I will. I, when I work from home, I wear jeans and like some type of top that's not like you said, my pajamas. Right. And- Then when it's five, like when I have to go into that mind shift, yeah, like, okay, now I'm at home is when I put on my sweatpants. Now somebody asked me once, like, you can work from home. Why aren't you in like pajamas or like comfy things? And I'm like, because for me, it's a brain game. Like if I don't think I'm at work, Mm -hmm. I don't work. Like I'll sit here and watch the OC all day, but (laughs) I have to make myself think I'm working. Totally. That's that's what I do. I have to have a mental shift, and then yeah. on Fridays, are you know, like we would wear jeans on Fridays. On Fridays, I wear leggings or sweatpants during the day.
2: Right. But Perfect. and yeah. that's why I say it's like a mental shift because I really do think that. You you you're two different you're two different people, right? Like you you put on your work hat, you go to work, and then you take it off, and you're your your home persona. I mean, but I mean you're pretty much the same person. But like when you're around your family, your husband, your kids, whatever, you're a little different than you are when you're around your coworkers. And I think to have that shift is important. It's important for your mental health too, because you know mental health, especially right now with work from home, with quarantine, COVID, all of that, is especially. Um, it can be scary. You know, people feel like they're more isolated. Um, you've got to be able to cut your work off and then resume your regular life and then cut that off and go back to work. There has to be these little um, chunks of your day. It cannot just bleed all into one. I don't think that that's healthy. I don't think experts think that that's healthy. You know, we talk about work life balance all the time. It's more important now than ever, because. There's really no, like I said, delineation between the two if you're working from home. Um, so um, I love that you do that, Stephanie. That you 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 know mentally, okay, at this point in time, I'm switching gears. It's a mental shift, and now these are my my responsibilities, my home responsibilities, and and I can leave work at work, wherever you know, whatever room in the house that <laughs> is. Um, so yeah, um, loungewear it. I love it. I kind of started to invest in some pieces in loungewear. If you don't really feel like you can do that right now, um, that's okay. You can kind of just put together your own loungewear. Like Stephanie was just saying, Friday, she's in her leggings. That's totally cool. Leggings are people wear leggings in public. I wear leggings all the time with boots and sweaters. I mean, they're they're great. Um, but you can kind of piece together your own loungewear if you don't want to go out and buy something new. Think about like, If you own a comfy pair of leggings or wide leg pants, put on a nice soft sweater. I've just been in like a sweater all day. It's been cold here. I'm all game. Oh, love it. This one is Boba Fett in
0: flowers. Very nice. But I have, my collection of hoodies has like exploded
1: from home. She wears a different, we talk every day on FaceTime (laughs) and this girl wears a different hoodie every
2: day. I'm like I don't think that's she impressive. impressive outfits. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have to think if I own anything where I could literally wear like the same type of something every day. I don't know if I have that much of it. I've well, always I- loved the comfort of hoodies,
0: but now like like you're saying loungewear has exploded it's and, everywhere. Yeah, and like being able to buy like the matching sweatpants, yes, the hoodie, like I
2: love it. It kind of feel like you're wearing more of an outfit, right? Exactly. Like as opposed to just throwing on the hoodie and and whatever pair of jeans you want to wear. I mean, I, I lo- a hoodie and jeans works totally, but like when you want to feel like okay, like I'm I'm in like I always call it like real clothes versus like my comfy clothes. Uh-huh. Um, I use air quotes a lot. Sorry, <laughs> I'm always like, um, but it's true. Like I, you can just do joggers are a great yes. pant. Like if you don't want to, some people feel like. Sweatpants feel oh I could live. Really the like joggers are like they're like you know the upscale sweatpant. You know, it's like the, the sweatpant got a makeover and we call it a jogger. And it's mm-hmm. really kind of the same concept. It's just the jogger tends to have a nice little drawstring, they're there tend to be a little bit more fitted, some of them have pockets, they can look really cute. You can put them on with a slip-on pair of sneakers, chucks if you want. Yeah. Um I mean, you um, and then just throw on, like, a white tee, and you can yeah. even wear a tee with, like, a jacket over it. And, like, graphic tee with a blazer looks super cool. And that is you, check, you see yeah. that everywhere. Yes. I wear. I would wear
1: that little ensemble graphic tee with the blue mm-hmm. jacket or a
2: blazer or whatever. Yeah. And
1: my little,
2: and my little kids, because I was a right. right. It's a a really cool look, actually, and it's super comfortable at the same time. Um, so I haven't found
0: like the high end leisure brands like Lulu and Athleta. Yeah, Uh, I just found one called Zaya, and they make joggers that look like work pants, like dress pants, but you know, they're joggers, they've got the waistband, they've got the pipe, and I'm obsessed. Like, I love them because
2: I feel put together even though I'm so comfy. And you don't have to spend a lot. I mean, I think um, some of my favorite pairs of joggers come from HM. I I mm-hmm. love to mail order and they're just they're they're comfy, they're they're cheap. I mean, I think I paid like 10 bucks for a pair of joggers and they, they wear fine. I feel like if I wear them every day for a year and they wear out, I ten bucks I got my you know wear out of them. Um,
1: them.
2: you don't have to spend a lot. Um, but just throw on, like I said, the t shirt and a, a blazer over a pair of joggers looks cool. Or like get out your grandpa cardigan and put it over yes. top. It looks so good. Like it, it, you kind of feel like you're cheating a little bit. Like I'm in this like cozy, you know, little thing, but like, I look look good in this, you know, I always feel like I'm cheating a little bit, but it's totally fine. It works. It's super comfy. Um, it's loungewear is so appropriate for work from home. Um, I would just say, you know, (laughs) don't wear the shirt you slept in all day. Um, get up and get dressed, take a shower, you know, don't neglect your hygiene, put on fresh clothes. Um, and, and, Make sure that you're aware of that like mental shift that Stephanie mentioned because I think that's that's super important. Um, if loungewear is not your thing, and you know Stephanie's like, I love my jeans and my hoodie, totally fine. Jeans obviously work. I love to dress up a pair of um, like dark wash denim. Again, t-shirt and blazer with denim looks great. Um, you can ditch your heels if you're working from home, but maybe you want to throw on the heels for at least a couple hours during the day if it makes you feel good. You've got an important meeting coming up. I- I feel and powerful you, in a pair of heels. I just in an interview, I've yeah. read
1: that, you know, a lot of people have had interviews on, on I'm sorry, I didn't mean to you off air. No, not at all. But you, you touched on something that I'm like, yeah, I read an article about how a lot of people are having interviews online. And it's like the key to getting the job that you want is confidence, obviously. And how do you become confident? You dress the part. And exactly. I want to say even Dr. Shenaman, uh touched on that too. I don't know what she posted also. And I'm like, wow, I know, yeah. I mean, hearing it in multiple places, like if you want a job, do the hair, do the thing, you know, put on yep. the ensemble, your power suit, what have you, mm-hmm. even down to the shoes, just like you would if you were meeting in person, because, you know, you're walking in with some sort of energy. And I feel that that, that is really transmitted on a camera as well
2: definitely you know they always say i don't know who first said this but i read it all the time and it's you know dress for the job you want not for the job you have so and and you're talking about energy you definitely project a different level of energy when you are dressed the part i would much rather be overdressed for anything anything than underdressed um, and that's something that I don't know, if my mother ingrained in me, my grandmother, you know, I would say, well, maybe I'm I'm too dressed up. It is always best to be overdressed and underdressed. You don't wanna be that that person. And that just kind of stuck with me. I was like, you know, it and and that's not a vanity thing. That's a this is how you feel about yourself thing, you know. I don't I want to feel like I belong here I want to feel like I am I have the confidence I need to have the conversations I'm about to have to meet the people I'm about to meet I want to make sure that I I I feel like I am owning owning what I'm doing I'm owning this interview I am owning this 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 position that i'm 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 advocating for yeah. um, so. Um, you know, that being said, and, and to touch back on the sweatshirts, um, is Stephanie, I love that you have so many. I think that's the <laughs> you can wear a different one. But if you're if you're listening to this or watching and you're thinking well, that's great, but like, I just am not like, I just don't like how I look in a sweatshirt or like, I don't know, sweatshirts are just still not for me or whatever. Um, sweatshirts now are not, I mean, there's a wide range. Like you have like the kind, like a hoodie, like Stephanie was talking about. You have the standard banded collar, banded wrist, banded waist of a sweatshirt, right? What we've typically known as a sweatshirt. Nowadays, everything is like raw hem. The sleeves are, are like big bell sleeves it's a raw hem at the waist they have these style details to them all of a sudden takes a you know everyday sweatshirt into this like oh that's kind of a cool top um same sweatshirt fabric same comfortability but it just like etches it up a notch they've got like some extra style details so if you're really a little bit more into those types of details but you want to be comfy in a sweatshirt maybe um, look for things like that again you don't have to spend a lot of money i see lots of really great stuff like this at places like target and h H&M. and i shop at those places all the time um personal touches stephanie mentioned her lipstick her mascara obviously if it's the fenty makeup that makes you feel like a badass do it i mean that's that is a personal touch other things you can do like jewelry you can actually take a regular old sweatshirt and zhuzh it up, put on, layer some necklaces, throw on a new pair of earrings and mix it up every day because during work from home, it is like, like I mentioned earlier, groundhog day, like every single day feels the same. And so how do we, how do we get out of that rut so that we don't then fall into like a rut when we're working where we don't feel as productive where we start to, you know, you start off great, and then you just start end up sinking into your desk chair, just kind of like you know, mm-hmm. it, that energy level it can can just really kind of go down over time. And as long as we're interjecting newness, so have fun with it. Mix up the jewelry, mix up your makeup. Try a different dark lip the next time. Um, switch up a perfume. Change your scent the way you you smell. Smells are a very big um, thing with our moods too. So. It's all in what we can do to just mix it up, make it interesting every day to keep that energy level up. That that helps us to be the most confident that that we can be. Um, so have fun with that. And and honestly, like shoes too. You know, mix up your shoes. If you've got a collection of Chuck Taylors, like Kamala Harris, wear a different pair every day. Funky socks. Whatever your thing is. Um, Pick something and and roll with it every day. Um, Marshalls, their shoe game is on point. And
0: I am about, I love Burks, but I don't have any because they're so expensive. But I found some knockoffs that have been amazing. And let me just tell you, I bought these fuzzy Burks or whatever, they're knockoffs, but they sparkle and they're fuzzy. so cute. They're by Nicole Miller, who's one of my favorite designers. But these were like 15 bucks at Marshalls. So I have they, a Nicole Miller dress, and I have some bedding that's Nicole Miller. Also bought okay. it. <laughs> and I love, this? The fuzzy feels like a slipper, but like it's still pretty. I love like, that. I don't feel like I'm like in slippers. I feel yep. like I'm in a shoe. And if mm-hmm. I need to run to the store
2: during lunch or something, you can I'm in a shoe. I <laughs> totally like. Don't you feel like like quarantine that or this whole weird era that we're in? Um, that that's that has created that right there. Like I'm not sure that those. Yeah. Fuzzy, blingy Burks would have, maybe they would have existed at some point, but like they're here now because of this, right? Because people were like, I want to be comfortable, but I also want to maintain my style and my confidence. And yeah. that's what that's doing for you, right? You you love those shoes. You feel great at them, but they also kind of feel like slippers too. So yeah. I think, you know, work from home has definitely made something like that possible. Mm-hmm. Um, my last little thing is about your workspace. Um, and and I am so guilty of this, too. It is so easy to, you know, I get my coffee and just go plop on the couch for a few hours and work there. But I really, I do my best work, my best work when I, I come into my, I, I do have a home office here, but if you don't have a dedicated home office space, wherever it is, even if it's like, I'm going to turn my closet into a place where I can just be alone and be quiet, you know, you can do that. Just carve out a space for yourself that is your workspace. Because again, I think that mental switch is going to be a lot easier when you're not just in your living room where you also watch TV and lounge with your kids or whatever that you do. Um, It's kind of like, you know, when you sleep in your bedroom, I really try a lot of people. I know they love to get on their computer in their bedroom or they, or they work Mm -hmm. in their bedroom or whatever. I don't do that because my room is that's, I need, I need to shut down when i yeah. you know i need to sleep. no blue light no none of those distractions um so find that place and and keep it consistent keep your notebooks your computer your big water cup like whatever it is like that's your space and and if you're sharing it your, your home your work from home situation with another person your partner whoever um you know make sure that you each have kind of your own you know you can't it's very difficult it, not many people can just sit side by side and work all day long um together it's important to have you know your own space and and be able to to feel like okay i i got this because i know where i'm going every day it's the same it, there is there does need to be a little bit of habitual separation. yeah and separation i mean i know we don't want every day to be the same when it's work from home because that gets kind of old but I think as creatures of habit is humans, we, we still need a little bit of that consistency. Like, well, at least I know this is where I go to get my work done because everywhere else out there is where I live my life. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, not that like work is like so terrible, but you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, work is work is work, and, and you're passionate about it and you love it. But at the same time, you know, what's way more important is, you know, being out there with my family. So, um, I think you know, just have that dedicated workspace, um, and you can judge that up too. Um, I know I've used the word zhuzh a couple times, but it's really a great word. Like, what else would you say to like make it your own? I don't know. Like, you have fun with it. If it means you got to have a really like funky, you know, quote in your desk that's yeah, like really that's right. it, guess what? You work from home. You can have an f bomb on your desk if you want. Like nobody cares. You know, it's yeah. your work from home situation. So, you know, that's so funny that you say that
1: because I've seen a couple of my teachers, you know, I'll hop in, you know, on Google Meet or whatever, and they have their backgrounds set up as if it were their classroom, they actually Put up like a fake bulletin board with an inspirational quote, made it look like it was their classroom, kind of went with the theme. If there was, yeah, math, you know, it's math. If it was social studies, there was a couple of social studies things on there. I and I'm like, that. that is so important, I think, for the kids to see also, mm-hmm. especially if you're working, you know, with students, because they're also learning from home.
2: Mm-hmm. And they
1: need to know that that communication that they're having with you is different and separate from just informal. You know, communication. It's like, okay, this is my teacher, and my teacher is dressed, and my teacher is, you know, ready for the day. This is their virtual classroom. It looks the part. And right. I don't know, I'm thinking as a student, you know, and, and I remember um, my, oh gosh, I forgot his name, but he was our, our mentor or like our instructor for my teacher preparation program. And the first thing that he would say was, you get dressed because the kids notice. right? Like, you don't go in jeans every day. Jeans are good on a Friday, show a school spirit with a school shirt, but Monday through Thursday, you are dressed for the right. kids. Like they will respect you, I guarantee you. If you look like you care about them, the fact that you are getting dressed shows that you cared for them enough to show up and look put together. Like totally. I have respect for my position, I have respect for my students and this is how I look. And, you know, when you're talking about workspaces, I was working in the kitchen, you know, in marriage. and then once I actually had and created, uh, you know, my, my, my office, which just used to be like a craft room, you know, with like a table. <laughs> and then once we set everything up, I'm like, okay, yes. I feel good and and sometimes when i'm doing work or like i'm doing homework and you know and i haven't finished and stephanie will be like just get it done i'm like no i think i have to shut off though like i don't i don't think i could take my phone and watch a lecture on the couch because one i'm not going to pay attention and then i feel like i'm taking time away from my family like i will get to it but the next day so i think like you're saying a designated workspace Yes, you personalize it, but it also gives you the ability to distinguish. Like, okay, what's important? Time management, I think, is so important too. Like, if I know that I can't work anymore, then it's time to shut down, and I'm not going to carry that with me to my bedroom, right? My laptop. Right. What I'm leaving it there. I haven't. Touch to my computer. It's been in the same spot for months, and I prefer it that way. Like I don't mm-hmm. want it to anywhere else. Like it's yeah there. Like yeah, maybe before the pandemic, that was fun surfing the web. But now that it's an everyday constant thing, yes, I can't do it. I, it's almost like, uh, you know, I I don't want to resent it either. You know, I right. love technology and I love my position, but I don't want to resent it either. Otherwise, I'm not going to be productive for anyone.
2: That that matter. Matter. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because yeah, you do not, you don't want to resent either, right? You don't want to resent the work that that you were previously and hopefully still are very passionate about and you enjoy, you don't want to get to a point where you resent your job. And then you don't want to get to a point where, you know, your works and your your because you haven't set a workspace at home that you resent your home life and your family because they're like in your workspace when really you haven't created a workspace. So yeah, you don't want to resent either of them because they're so close to each other. It can be it, you can fall into that trap easily. So having that workspace is important, and it sets an expectation too. Like you're saying, shows your kids that you care about them, um, and and you care enough to show up and put the effort in. Um, but it sets an expectation for them too that that you know this is this is learning going on right now. This is we mean business right now. This is not playing around or just goofing off on a video chat, right? This is this is legit. Um, classroom time. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a good example for them. And, and uh, you know, I, I think it helps them understand too, that, you know, as adults, like they may be in a situation in their future in, in a work environment where they're going to have to communicate and work in a group like this. Um, and they can't just, you know, roll out of bed and be like hey what's up you know like <laughs> exactly <laughs> know. A bit scared, you know and you gotta show other show your team that you're that you're with them and that you expect that of them too so um but yeah i'm i really like what you said about like you don't want to re- you don't want to end up resenting it um mm-hmm. and that that just wow i really want to think on that some more because <laughs> hey, that's just really yeah i mean that's true you can you I think before, when you when you worked at work and you lived at home, you didn't end up resenting the, the chances of you resenting your work would be maybe less because you could just like walk out the door, right? Like, yeah. like I'm done today, close down, shut my door, I'm out, right? Exactly. And it's not that easy now with work from home. So you can start to be like, oh god, I really, do really, I really don't want to do this, and, and it's. it's hard do what? Like draining from being on the computer all day. Oh, yeah.
0: And not just mentally, but physically. Like my chiropractor said that within the past couple months, he's seen tech neck be a big thing recently yeah. because people are bent over all day. Like making yes. sure you're getting up and moving and stretching as well as like, you know, that taking that mental break. I think that's super important.
2: Yeah. And if you're in something like some loungewear or your joggers, getting up and stretching and walking around is very easy to do. You're already, you know, you're not having to bend over in a suit and tie or slacks or, you know, whatever. You're comfortable. You can get up, you can walk around, do a few yoga stretches. You know, you can just do it two, three minutes makes a huge difference and then you won't end up um like karina said resenting um -hmm. your work or or hopefully not you know resenting your home life because you feel like you know guys guys you know be quiet i've got to be on this call you know when really you could just go in a designated room to do that um rather than just from your couch so yeah um yeah like wow that was that was a really great comment karina i love that (laughs) oh my goodness wow not resenting it at all i really want to think about that some more because that's that's so true and i see that um you know my husband works from home now too and he's been working from home since basically march um of 2020 and you know he doesn't resent work but i do see him it's harder on him because he, he really he was already, you know, on his, his phone all the time with, you know, you're so interconnected with emails and stuff all the time. But now it's like even worse because (sighs) he's like, it's not like I get in my car and I have 20 to 30 minutes where I can't be on this. Right. I, and, and I can at least have that moment. There's not even that anymore. So it's Mm -hmm. harder on him uh, right now because of, of the constant, you know,
0: Um, Constant need, the constant connection. So I read an article that was talking about how a lot of people who are used to having their long commutes are having like a withdrawal. And I know I was one of them because my school was forty-five minutes away. So I knew that at the end of the day and in the morning, I was going to get that forty-five minutes to myself where I could either just listen to music or a podcast or an audio book. But either way, I was going to have that time to myself. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the biggest reasons why I've had to do my my switch to my sweatpants, but I also make sure that like at five, I'm doing something where I'm going to get that idea. So like I try and take my dog for a walk or, you know, exercise, like do something where I'm still going to get that mental break. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I know a lot of people are missing their commutes right now.
2: Yeah. No, definitely.
1: I tried to do the, as soon I set an alarm for when I know the workday is over based on our online schedule Yep. And set it as okay, go do it, right. that. And that's been successful once this week. <laughs> but, you know, I yeah, better than none, I think yeah. I'm doing it at all. And now I know yeah. at least, hey, it worked on Monday, maybe it'll work tomorrow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're you're trying to do that. You, know, you can't get it right every single day. Uh, you know, but at least you're trying. And and I like that you set like a little alarm for yourself. They have there's all kinds of apps like Task Rabbit and things that like keep you on track so that you're not you don't get bogged down in something or that you 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 know that you want and need to transition at some point but it's so easy to like not unless you're aware mm-hmm. uh, of the time so yeah I mean there's all kinds of apps that can help you with that with your time management with. Um, Ending your workday and 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 transitioning, helping you get that mental shift, um, we talked about. And then you know the other thing too is like at night, lay out your clothes the night before. Um, mm-hmm. You know do even if it even if it's just you know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna wear um, sweat my sweats tomorrow or my my um, my leggings and you know a tunic or leggings and a sweatshirt or whatever even if it's like as simple as that, lay it all out that way. You're not tempted in the morning to sort of have that. Like it's not like lazy morning, but you know, like when you had a commute, it was like, I got to get up. I got to take a shower. I got to get out the door at this time because otherwise traffic's going to be terrible. Now uh-huh. that you're working from home, it's kind of like, I can like mosey into the kitchen, get my coffee, you know, and then it's like, what am I going to wear today? Um, you know, set it out, make sure it's, it's visible. You see it when you're getting ready and, and then you're just, Boom, 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 and at your workspace, ready to go, you know, like you would have been had you had your commute and, and all of that.
1: Absolutely. I think schedules are absolutely key, considering that when we were in person at whatever job we had, it, we always were on a schedule. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. so important to do at home. And like you were saying, going back to mental health, I think that's important for our mental health. You know, they say it with kids, you know, they need consistency. They need routine. It's so the same with adults. You know, that's how we are programmed. You, you know, know,
0: I have a, 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 it's called a routine on my Alexa, where she announces at 730, it's time to get up at eight. She says, it's time to start your work day at 11. She tells me it's lunchtime and gives me some good news. And then at one, she says, take a break, do some stretches. And then at 450, she says, time to start wrapping up your day i that love way, that i don't have to look at the clock i just know when she starts talking i have things to do
1: show me how to do that i got oh, well, Alexa I'll send it to you for christmas and <laughs> I'm like, what how do i how do i use it i'm not using it to its full capacity and now i feel like okay
2: that's I'm not way. either, Karina. I mean, I know that that's possible, but like, literally, all my Alexa tells me to do is it reminds me to take the garbage out on Wednesday. Otherwise, I forget.
0: <laughs> I'll send you all the routine. I love like this
2: is a reminder. Take the trash out. I'm like, oh, good, because I would I totally forget to like take it out on Wednesday if I don't. Mm-hmm. But I am clearly underutilizing my Alexa. <laughs> <own. laughs> oh my goodness, that is so cute all um, right Aaron, well we, yeah. we are
0: having you and we could definitely talk for hours but yeah, I know. you want to have to wrap it
2: up it's been, it's been awesome um i loved it i did bring this time i brought the book i'm reading
0: Yay! i thought that you wrote a blog post about your books and i had to tell you taryn fisher is one of my favorite authors and her book fuck love is hilarious I don't and- know this book. oh my god it's so good it's called fuck love um, it's a little like, it goes a little bit be- with like some time travel, it's weird, but okay. the girl is a complete Harry Potter nerd and I love it and it's like an alternate universe book. Oh Yeah. yeah. I love Taryn Fisher because of that book,
1: but- well, I have
2: not read anything by hers until I, I read The Wives before, this was like a few months ago, it was on one of my other um, blog posts about it and so this one was at Target the other day. Um, the wrong family. Um i can't get enough of like thrillers like anything yeah, like super, super murdery i'm like really into it and that I, is
1: all i'll read
2: like yeah it's like yeah. i don't know what that says about me i'm like I, I, my husband's like you guys like the like weirdest sickest books i'm like i know but like i can't get enough like i just mm-hmm. want it. i want the i want the crazy i want like the the thriller. like give me all of that this one is a little twisty a little weird um there's like this couple they're having like a whole fight and everything and but there's this like lady that lives with them um but like she's got this like crazy secret and then you don't really know what's happening until all of a sudden you're like that's what's going on anyway pretty good so far i'm almost done with it um it's called the wrong family so i wanted to bring that because last time we yeah. talked and i was like I-, I remember to bring it this time
0: <laughs> she's amazing her thrillers and her romances will completely blow you away
2: Okay. Well, I haven't, I've only read, like I said, this is only the second one that I've read, but, um, but yeah, I, I had like this over the holidays, I kind of got bogged down. I was trying to read this book that was like horrible and I kept putting it down. And so I slowed down my reading and, and I hate that. And I was like, what am I doing? Like I've always said to myself, if it sucks, put it down. Like you don't have to finish it. Like life's too short to read terrible stuff. And I was just like done with this book. (laughs) I'm not going to finish it. I don't even care what happens to anybody. And I did not finish it. And then I ended up picking up Two other books and like read them within a day and I'm like I should have just given up on that other one a long time ago but anyway but that's what I'm reading but yes awesome yeah well and thank you so much
1: for taking time out of the middle of your week uh, oh. to be with us today I mean the last time that you were here I know Stephanie's known you but oh my gosh I <laughs> fell in love with you like once this whole pandemic is over and I'm in the area, we all just need to hang out because you just seem like somebody that I could feel comfortable
2: with and like be oh, girls oh God, with. You know? I feel <laughs> the same way. We should definitely get like a margarita or two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would love, I would love to do that. I've had so much fun on the show. Um, Last time was awesome. This time was awesome. Again, I feel like we could just talk all night, but I know everyone wants to go. So (laughs) we will let everybody get back to their lives, but you guys are awesome. I just so appreciate the invitation and, um, and just thank you for having me. It's been great.
1: Well, before we, before we log off and before we say bye to our audience, uh, just go ahead and let them know where they can follow you so that way they can see everything that you're up to.
2: Oh, yeah. So my blog is Cathedrals and Cafes, and that's Cathedrals and A N D, not the ampersand. So cathedralsandcafes.com. Um, and then I'm on social media at the same uh, name. Uh, Instagram is Cathedrals and Cafes as well. Um, you can follow me there. Um, and on the blog, it's all kinds of posts. I do do like book posts um, every so often, uh, things that I'm reading. Other stuff is. Um, Style, um, beauty, travel, you know, what we're able to do there um, right now. But it's kind of a variety of of lifestyle things. So um, definitely find me there.
1: It's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and talking about fashion and style and, you know, personalizing our spaces to be the best that we can be and productive as we can be. You know, work from home and confident. Mm -hmm. Yes. You just, always bring a wealth of knowledge and we are so lucky to have you here today and we should do this again <laughs> <That's> <laughs> let's do it again <laughs> oh I'll my goodness that be <laughs> awesome all right, everybody. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Thank you all so much for being here for our 11th episode with the amazing Erin Segretto. She, uh, remember, she has her blog, theaters and cafes. Make sure to follow, it. follow her on all her social media handles. I promise you she has some great content. And... Um, you know, what else can we say other than you're amazing, Erin? You're just amazing. And thank you so much for being here. But for all of you watching today, thank you all so much for sticking around. We Don't love forget that. to subscribe to our channel. We yes. yes. five yes. more subscribers. <laughs> five more subscribers on YouTube to claim our unique URL so we can be youtube.com slash check it over. So we need five more. Please spread the word. As a matter of fact, this week, people from the ed tech world, library world actually reached out to me and gave an email to tell us about how awesome our show was. I was not expecting that. That was great. It was so it was just so validating. So please, please spread the word. We want to continue to do this and get some awesome guests, you know. So um yeah, guys, just make sure to stay safe. And Stephanie, shall we say our little sign off? Let's do it. One, right. two, three. Stay positive and test negative. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Bye. Bye.